I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. The CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their reserve collection, a sleep gummy. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids, including THC. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30 percent off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection sleep gummies. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. A program note here is this uh, commemorates uh, the 10th year that we're with Radio America and that we're also doing a series of podcasts during the week that you can access from drhoffman.com or from uh, Stitcher or from Apple Podcasts or, you know, any of the major Spotify, any of the major podcast services. And, uh, just for our listeners, there are actually three ways to listen to our weekend program. And I apologize to some of our listeners who are listening to the live stream. The live stream uh, is available uh, via our website. Uh, I usually post on social media each week. Uh, the link to the live stream, uh, we had a little problem with our first hour of the live stream. You can listen to the program as it's aired uh, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time on Saturdays. Uh, but if you miss the show, maybe you're doing something else or, you know, just not around, uh, you can always listen via the second way, which is that we uh, we take the radio program and we edit it and you can listen to it as a podcast on Mondays. We post it on Mondays. And uh, that's another way you can get all the benefits of uh, the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. There are podcasts uh, throughout the week, though. Uh, every single day of the week, we drop podcast. And finally, the other way to listen to it is the old-fashioned way, via your local radio station. And we have affiliates across uh, the country, and I think even in Canada. And if you're fortunate enough to be within radio range, well, you can listen the old-fashioned way on radio, uh, as I have broadcast since 1988. Started on uh, WMCA in New York City, moved over to WOR, and now uh, the past 10 years on RA, Radio America. So uh, hopefully some of you were able to join us uh, for the live stream this hour. So 877-726-8255, our number, we're open for phone calls Plus, we have some recorded questions, so let's hear one of those. I have a question. I have a granddaughter that's just turned one year old, and it seems like she's been sick constantly. What do you recommend of anything that she can take to boost her immunity? 
that's safe for a one-year-old. I've looked in the store and everything's for ages three and above. Okay, and that's a good question because uh, you'd have to be a little careful for neonates and infants. You know, toddlers can take smaller amounts of some things that adults take. Uh, but when it comes to uh, real youngins, you've got to be a little careful and selective. And, of course, this is a time of life when kids, it's a little bit like uh, you get a new computer and you got to put a lot of programs on the computer. you got to download a lot of stuff to the hard drive. The hard drive uh, needs to uh, obtain programs, hopefully not viruses, because there are viruses out there. But the viruses and bacteria uh, program the human immune system because uh, we can't uh, have enough hard drive memory. Uh, or I guess RAM, you know, I'm not a tech person, uh, random access memory, uh, to store the library of all possible pathogens. Plus new pathogens arise like COVID, you know, so we learn, our immune system learns. So that's, you know, learning processes why kids are always coming down with stuff. You know, we call it uh, UCD, usual childhood diseases. But there are, notwithstanding that, there are some kids who are, you know, sicker and more susceptible. So what are some of the factors? What are some of the safe things to do? Well, vitamin D, for example, and vitamin D can safely be given to kids uh, at, you know, moderately high, high levels, higher levels than we once thought. Uh, you know, I wouldn't give, you know, 10,000 or 5,000 to a small child, but a thousand uh, would be okay for a, a small child to take under most circumstances. Uh, also, uh, the microbiome is important, and particularly kids who are C-sectioned, they don't get the beneficial bacteria that uh, are obtained through passage through the vaginal canal. So uh, certain probiotics, general probiotics can be helpful, like uh, bifidobacteria are the ones that are most popular for children's formulas. So that can safely be administered to uh, kids. Also, small amounts of zinc can be helpful. Um and you don't need much for a kid. You can, you know, 10, 15, 10, 12, 15, something along those lines uh, can be given. And they can, you know, kids can't swallow pills. So you can also get uh, zinc drops that you can give to kids and, you know, use a little dropper and give the kid some of that. Uh, that might be a way to gently tweak the immune system. You know, I might stay away from, you know, ultra potent things like echinacea, things like that. I'm not sure they would do a lot of harm uh, or even, uh, you know, the mushroom extract type products. Uh, maybe those are a little better for older kids and adults. Uh, but, uh, you know, for little kids, those are some of the things that uh, can make a difference. Uh, gentle interventions that aren't going to cause some harm and may do some good. So, all right. Um, this item uh, is, I think, very, very important. You know, Supreme Court's coming down with a lot of decisions. They're going to be important. There's a lot of emphasis on the decisions they're making about uh, the ex-president, uh, former President Trump. Uh, but an important decision is about to be made in March. Headline, Supreme Court to weigh whether COVID misinformation is protected speech. Now, I don't like this term misinformation because uh, yesterday's misinformation uh, could become uh, today's or tomorrow's truth, as we have so often seen in regard to COVID, like COVID origins. You know, how could you broadcast the heresy that COVID was man-made in the Wuhan laboratories. Well, it turns out that might be pretty plausible. Also, uh, you know, the vaccine uh, effectiveness, uh, the exaggeration about that, uh, that turns out to be true. 
Uh, also, vaccine side effects. Well, vaccine, the side effects are minimal and frequent. No, not true. But originally quashed as mis misinformation uh, in the early parts of uh, COVID. Very vigorously um, quashed with coordination from the federal government uh, with, uh, with edicts to the social media. Hey, you got to do something about this misinformation. So the case is called Murphy versus Missouri. And I believe it was the Missouri, um, uh, the Missouri um, uh, authorities, Attorney General Eric Schmidt, uh, who started the lawsuit. And uh, he alleged that the government was interfering with people's right to get information. And this obviously goes down political lines because he's a Republican and the administration is a Democratic administration. And so uh, what they're saying is that, uh, you know, we got to protect the public and social media from interference by the government. That's the contention. Well, Murthy's pushing back because Murthy is the Surgeon General, right? And he's saying that the government should have a role in regulating the flow of information because we don't want to, you know, have a lot of this bad information, so-called bad information circulating around, which undermines people's confidence in vaccination efforts and so on and so on. Right. So uh, the, the but there is evidence that federal officials began communicating with social media platforms in early 2021, according to court documents. The communications included White House messages to one site saying to take down a post, quote, ASAP, and, quote, keep an eye out for tweets that fall in the same genre, or instructions to another platform to, quote, remove an account immediately. So you can see this it is a bit of a quandary because, yes, public health officials have a role in uh, spreading truthful information and hopefully encouraging the public to take uh, safe measures. But, you know, when the messages are like masks aren't that effective. Oh, my God. You know, we got to tell everybody to mask up. We you don't want you take down that account that says masks aren't effective. Well, it turns out scientifically, there's a pretty good argument that masks aren't that all all that effective. And Biden I remember once said to the social media, I think he said it to people at Facebook. It was kind of a warning. He says, you're killing people. Wow, that's a little hyperbolic. You know, that information that challenges the orthodoxy of health information is, quote, killing people. And ultimately, they say the overarching question before the court is whether these actions count as government coercion of a private company. Um or, as Justice Alito, who's a conservative justice, says, quote, at this time in the history of our country, what the court has done, I fear, will be seen by some as giving the government a green light to use heavy-handed tactics to skew the presentation of views on the medium that increasingly dominates the dissemination of news. So we got to, we get, you know, the court's got a fine line to walk here, and um, I think it's going to be a divided decision about how much power the government should have to regulate health information and what constitutes misinformation or is it just hey first amendment rights people want to speak up on matters of science 877-726-8255 or number this is intelligent medicine
You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Welcome back to Challenge of Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. You often see uh, advertisements for uh, soft drinks showing active people drinking these beverages, uh, which suggests that sugary drink consumption has no negative effects on health as long as you're physically active. Well, we're going to take a look at a study that examines that proposition. But first, a phone call, 877-726-8255, and we have recorded messages there, so let's hear one of those. Which diet do you recommend for losing weight? For a person who is in their 70s? Okay, well, you know, I got to say that there is no one-size-fits-all dietary strategy that is appropriate for everyone. And yeah, yeah, you mentioned one of the criteria for uh, assessing what uh, diet is best, which is, you know, age, you know, is you recommend the same diet for everyone, regardless of their age. Uh, but there are differences according to sex. There are differences according to health status. Uh, I think one of the biggest differentiators in terms of what diet's going to work best is whether people are metabolically healthy. And there's a tendency for people over 70 to be less metabolically healthy, i.e. they've got big bellies. They've got an increased uh, waist-to-hip ratio or waist-to-height ratio. Uh, they have increased triglycerides, uh, low levels of uh, HDL cholesterol. They have an increased uh, hemoglobin A1C. And those are the people who generally do better with a low-carb diet. Now, not all people are well-suited to a low-carb diet. Some people don't need to be on a low-carb diet to uh, optimize their weight. And some people do fine on a you know, plant-based diet or quasi-vegan diet. Uh, the people in Costa Rica where I just visited uh, eat a lot of rice and beans, which are heavy in starch and carbohydrates, but also uh, they eat uh, uh, a lot of high-fiber foods, plantains, which are carbohydrate foods, but, star- but uh, fiber-rich. Uh, and uh, as part of an active lifestyle, they tend to maintain pretty optimal weight. So kind of depends. It really d- d- depends on your uh, circumstance, a little bit to some extent on your genetics, uh, because uh, some people uh, are genetically suited to a low-carb diet, especially people from whose ancestry from Nordic regions, you know, like uh, Scandinavia or uh, Anglo-Saxons, uh, Celtic types. Uh, these are people who generally do better with low-carb diets. People from whose origins are more from equatorial regions can do well with uh, low-fat diets uh, that are rich in fiber. But the main thing is avoid ultra-processed foods. That's really the killer. And uh, avoid uh, sugar. You know, I think common denominator of all diets for weight loss is to avoid sugar and processed uh, foods and uh, refined carbohydrates. 
But, you know, part of what I do is I see a lot of people around issues like that, and we try to do an assessment and tailor a diet to them. Um, okay. This is an interesting study because what they uh, did is they looked at whether physical activity can counter the cardiovascular risks that are associated with sugar-sweetened beverage consumption. Now, we know the more sugar-sweetened beverages you consume, uh, the more likely you are to have cardiovascular disease. That's been proven. So on this uh, Costa Rican trip that I took, uh, very dehydrated, you know, a lot of exertion, uh, I was tempted to reach for a Coke, but I didn't. Instead, I had, you know, uh, unsweetened fizzy water or unsweetened coconut water. Uh, but, uh, you know, the temptation is to have a Coke. It's nothing like a Coke. It's like caffeine and sugar and really power you up uh, or a Gatorade, which is sugar laden. Well, here's what they found. Uh, they found in this study that uh, the... Uh, the, the study found that even if the recommended 150 minutes of weekly physical activity protects against cardiovascular disease, it's not enough. It's not enough to counter the adverse effects of sugar-sweetened beverages. And the frequency of consumption considered in the study, which was just twice a week, still relatively low, but it was significantly associated with cardiovascular disease risk even in the face of exercise. And with daily consumption of sugar-sweetened beverages, the risk of cardiovascular disease is even higher. So if you think you can, uh, if you can uh, uh, run away or cycle away uh, or swim away or pump iron away uh, from cardiovascular disease and still consume all your sugar-sweetened beverages, uh, that's a misguided assumption. And all that advertising showing those active people drinking those beverages while they're working out, uh, that's a hype. That is misleading information. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. You're listening to Intelligent Medicine. Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, Provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequel for Everyday Maintenance and Cinequel Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DearHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequel, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com Thorn. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you on a weekend, 877-726-8255. Our number, a reminder, we talk about supplements here on Intelligent Medicine. Uh, you can shop hundreds of curated vetted supplements in my full script dispensary. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com and a uh, safe, reliable way to get uh, high-quality supplements uh, where you can depend on their authenticity. Because a lot of counterfeit products out there and stuff that's been moldering away with uh, exceeding the shelf life. Uh, you got to be careful. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> okay. When it comes to supplement 
purchase. Uh, this item is fascinating because it's a study of one, and a study of one doesn't necessarily prove a proposition. Uh, it's a case study, but it is a, what is called a hypothesis-generating study, which means that they need to do uh, more extensive studies to find out if it's the real deal. It's for a condition called amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS, which is a devastating condition, Lou Gehrig's disease, which is invariably fatal and rapidly progressive. Uh, the average survival from time of diagnosis uh, with ALS is 24 months, two years. Uh, and there is no treatment. There, there are some... Uh, proto-drugs, some drugs that may have some small efficacy in slowing the progression of certain types of ALS. There are various subtypes of ALS, but uh, there is no cure. The article here states that abundant evidence indicates that neuron metabolism and mitochondrial function are impaired in ALS, okay, the powerhouses of the cells. And so, they report the case of a 64-year-old man who had had a 21-month history of progressive deteriorating ALS, who implemented a time-restricted ketogenic diet for 18 months. So two elements to that. Time restriction, which means stop eating at a certain time at night and you don't eat to a certain time in the morning. So you progressively extend the time when you don't eat and then you have a smaller window of eating sometimes in a more extreme version of this it's a it's a um, 16 8 16 hours of fasting followed by eight hours of eating uh, and a ketogenic diet which switches the metabolism from depending on carbohydrates to depending on uh, ketones and ketones act as brain fuel they've been proposed as a treatment for epilepsy another neurological disease and also for Alzheimer's as well. And with, there's more research on those, of course. This is ALS, different thing. During this time, the 64-year-old man improved in ALS-related function. He had a 7% improvement from baseline. So ALS doesn't get better, it gets worse. So in 18 months, he got a 7% improvement. He had in breathing, because typically these folks need to get trached. They need a tracheostomy so that they can use, uh, bypass their uh, uh, breathing apparatus. He actually has 17% improvement in uh, forced expiratory volume. That's a measure of respiratory function. Forced vital capacity, there was a 13% improvement. Uh, depression was normalized. Stress levels were normalized. And his quality of life improved by 19%. His fatigue improved 23%. At the very time where all those things would be likely to deteriorate, 18 months, he is nearly the time course to death in ALS. His swallowing impairment and neurocognitive status remained stable. Uh, he uh, managed to plateau in terms of weight. He didn't lose scads and scads of weight on this. And typically, ALS patients, they work so hard to breathe and their muscles uh, don't work. So they, they become very frail. They lose a lot of weight. But his weight loss uh, was halted. And they say that this case study represents the first documented occurrence of a patient with ALS managed with either a fasting or ketogenic diet protocol, which in this case were, they did both. And now, check this out. 
he survived 45 months, which is vastly exceeding his life expectancy. And they say after 45 months, our patient remains functionally independent, which is a big deal in ALS. So fascinating study. And again, you know, not a cure, but uh, if you're faced with a condition like that, I mean, you know, options, a very serious option for someone with ALS is, is assisted suicide, uh, medically induced uh, euthanasia. And if this could give people a prospect of more extended life while we're developing cures, um, it's a very, very, very promising avenue towards addressing this challenging condition. 877-726-8255, our number. Of course, we take recorded calls, so let's hear one of them. The question is on the metabolic panel. The AST is... 43 and the ALT is 33 which all both are falling in the high area uh, just wanted some advice if I should stop being concerned also the total cholesterol I'm thin I'm small I'm 75 the cholesterol is 283 total uh, HDL is 135 the LDL has gone up quite a bit from the last time it is now 142 which made my heart doctor put me on more Crestor he awesome. upped it to 20 milligrams okay 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 so this is a very interesting call because here's somebody who has a very high cholesterol but also has an enormously high hdl in fact in some cases the hdl that high may not even be protective there is a little bit of uh man bites dog around the hdl story because uh you know you want your hdl to be high but uh, hdl that is super high uh may actually not be as protective but, um, so she also mentioned liver function tests. Well, a common side effect of statin drugs is to raise your liver function results. And so those, those, uh, slightly elevated AST and ALT results, and they're very slightly elevated, uh, maybe the result of being on the statin isn't necessary for this spirit to be on a statin. I would do imaging. I would do a coronary calcium test to see if there's a lot of deposition of plaque. It may be entirely unnecessary to be on a statin in this case. But, you know, you don't know until you look at the arteries themselves. Uh, I would say this person has a fairly good chance of not having any plaque because of the high uh, HDL. Uh, and I again, this is an example of doctors just play by the numbers. They, you know, and I just wrote an article about this, uh, which you can find at drhoffman.com in our newsletter. If you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get them in your inbox. Otherwise, you know, you don't want to be bothered signing up. You can just go to the website every week and download our latest newsletter. I wrote about LDL and how uh, you just can't look at LDL per se. I mean, sometimes LDL that's high is indicative of cardiovascular risk, but LDL is not the arch enemy to always be dramatically lowered with statin drugs in a kind of a rote fashion. I call it paint-by-numbers medicine. As doctors see an LDL that's, say, above 130, must, must, must go on a statin. Uh, not invariably, because you really need to look at all the factors together. And, you know, if you're otherwise healthy, metabolically healthy, if you don't have any plaque, 
Uh, you don't need to lose. You, you don't need to, you know, slam on the brakes and uh, lower the LDL. But again, in this case, you know, some missing information if this person came to see me. And frequently, <laughs> this is just like me in the office. People come in with these quandaries, and uh, I try to sort it out for them to come up with a rational solution. And look, I'm not inalterably opposed to cholesterol-lowering drugs. They have to be used sometimes, but uh, they're vastly overused, in my opinion. All right, uh, this item, and it's, uh, you know, we're legalizing pot. And I'm, by the way, I'm a big fan of CBD, and uh, we'll tell you about uh, CBD. And in a moment, uh, I'm going to talk about the harmful effects of pot. But let's distinguish, because CBD is uh, the fraction of the cannabis that has uh, beneficial effects without the hallucinatory effects, the you know, effects that can induce uh, anxiety, depression, psychosis. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions, such as learning and memory, emotional processing, sleep, temperature and pain control, and inflammatory and immune responses. And the CBD brand that I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new in innovation to their reserve collection. It's a sleep gummy, which I take. The reserve collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids that are rich and bold. The reserve collection products are when, for when intense support is needed. Reserve sleep gummies build on their unique reserve collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with reserve sleep gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new reserve collection sleep gummies. And a little postscript to that. You know, I use sleep gummies when I'm at home, but I was flying to a foreign country and I thought to myself, you know, yeah, I, I want to sleep well, but I, I'm a little concerned about, I don't know, what are the rules and regulations down there? I mean, some countries have irrational rules about CBD, even though it's legal here, like maybe, who knows, you know, uh, Carnival Lines had a thing with a woman who brought some some CBD gummies on the cruise and they, they banned her for life. And I didn't. So I said, I don't want to hassle with that. But I was I, I'm using them regularly. And I thought, am I dependent on CBD for good sleep quality? And I, I didn't use them for an entire week and I, my sleep was okay. It was fine. There was no, I didn't have like a rebound, you know, like if, if, I mean, if you take sleeping pills every night and then you go for a week without sleeping pills, I guarantee you, you're going to have some serious sleep problems because there's like a rebound and a dependency. Uh, not so to my, to my uh, pleasant surprise with the sleep gummies that I take. So you can, you can stop taking them. They're not going to, you're not going to get hooked. And, and by the way, I don't, I think it was just in an abundance of caution. I think it's probably feasible to travel to most parts of the world with these legal sleep, you know, uh, cannabis products. But I just, I just, I didn't want to rock the boat. 877-726-8255 or a number. And this is Intelligent Medicine. If you're a big sports fan like me, sometimes the best part about watching a football game are the pre- and post-game shows. Well, it's the same for probiotics. 
The most important part of probiotics are the prebiotics and postbiotics that come along. Not all probiotics have this superior combination. That's why I only buy Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. You see, prebiotics feed the probiotic colonies in your intestines, and postbiotics are the organic nutrients produced by Dr. O'Hara's three-year fermentation process that become the foundation for long-term colonization of the good bacteria in your body. This is so important. No other probiotic formula has this. As I get older, I want to protect my health the best I can and use only the best supplements that are available. So, score a touchdown for your health. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available at natural health retailers and online. Don't accept a substitute. I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system, which regulates many of our most critical bodily functions. The CBD brand I take and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation to their Reserve Collection, a sleep gummy. The new Reserve Collection is a specially curated blend of full-spectrum cannabinoids. Rich and bold, the Reserve Collection products are for when intense support is needed. Reserve Sleep Gummies build on their unique Reserve Collection formula with effective sleep-focused ingredients to better prepare you for bed each night. Wake up feeling refreshed, energized, and ready to take on the day with Reserve Sleep Gummies. All of Plus CBD's products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Reserve Collection Sleep Gummies. Welcome back to Children's Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. We've got a live caller, Steve from Ohio. What's your question, Steve? Yeah, hello, doctor. Hi there. I enjoyed the recent podcast about the continuous glucose monitor. Yes, and indeed. My question yeah. is, uh, using the monitor for a person with type 2 diabetes, how many hours after a meal... Should he record a reading, and should he record a reading before a meal and with a snack? And finally, how many times in one day should a reading be recorded to see how his blood sugar is doing? Well, that is not a problem with a continuous glucose monitor because they are continuous and they will give you readings uh, throughout the day. And, you know, I believe it's it's not like uh, minute to minute, but I think it's over, you know, intervals where they'll give you enough uh, dots to create a kind of blood sugar curve that's continuous even while you sleep. So, uh, you know, when you finger stick, I mean, people who rely on finger sticks, we say, well, when do you check? Well, when you wake up, okay, oh, you got a high blood sugar when you wake up, oh, that's not good you haven't even eaten or like well oh i had a really high blood sugar today but oh i just had lunch okay well that's not that accurate because yeah maybe you're spiking your blood sugar after a meal uh but with the continuous glucose monitor you can see the effects of uh sleep you can see the effects of uh a meal uh look at the different types of meals you know what's the impact of uh say uh brown rice uh versus uh you know a high protein meal uh, and uh, you can also see, well, you know, on the day when you do a lot of exercise, does that stabilize your blood sugar? And, oh, you, you, well, that, maybe that's you're, my uh, question. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, my no. question is. Uh, so, but you, you get the idea, that you, Steve, it, it's continuous. It's continuous. No, you, no, you, no, you, my, my question is, uh, how does he interpret the reading? Say, oh, I see what you're saying. 15 minutes, 
Oh, I see. I said, I think it's what you're saying. No, to, to interpret it, it, what you'll get is you'll get an average. But I think also it's important to look at the fluctuations because, uh, you know, you can see that certain activities, uh, or lack thereof, you know, lack of exercise may spike your blood sugar or, uh, a, a cold may spike your blood sugar. You know, your people, infectious diseases cause, you know, people's blood sugar to decompensate. Uh, or, you know, well, how typically long does it would take after a meal though to, to see a reading like 30 minutes 30 minutes my question 30 30 minutes to you know sometimes we look at what's called the two-hour postprandial you know like what's the blood sugar uh, a couple of hours after you ingest the food you know typically that would be what we look at as potentially the peak so within two hours you should have fully absorbed the the sugar and carbohydrate content of a meal so that may be the most likely when you're going to peak so that would be it two hours yep yeah okay 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 well thank you thank you for listening all right, this uh, item uh, is particularly important because it's winter and, you know, like I had a little apprehensive before my trip. I didn't want to come down with a cold. Uh, so I was taking my Empower. And with winter here and all the health issues that it brings, and yeah, a lot of people here, a lot of people are sick. And just getting together for a Super Bowl with the family is a big production because, like, you know, is everybody, what are the chances that, uh, <laughs> that uh, six adults and two kids uh, are going to be well simultaneously this time of year. Pretty pretty unlikely, right? Well, now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be, and you can build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. That's IMM power. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. Done a podcast on the subject. Uh, you can check it out at drhoffman.com. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%. And it has the robust robust research to prove it. Lots of studies. Incredible. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? So if you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information or to order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or you can call 800 422 5518. That's 800 Use coupon code Hoffman20 at checkout and get a 20% first time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. And just a comment, you know, we've been legalizing marijuana across the country. That's the trend. And, you know, some of the parties are running on a program of federal legalization of pot. But the pot's stronger these days. And uh, there's the. I think we're going to regret our decision to make it so ubiquitous and legal available, you know, the pot stores. Uh, big study out of Ontario, Canada, looking at health data from over 12 million Ontarians. Uh, individuals requiring emergency care for cannabis use showed a four-fold increase of developing new anxiety disorders compared to the general population. The study also found a 3.7-fold increase risk of severe or worsening anxiety disorders following cannabis-related emergency department visits. So uh, the point being is that I'm a big fan of CBD, cannabidiol, but I am not a big fan of pot. Uh, there is a concern over our mental health, especially when young individuals, uh, you know, uh, uh, teens and tweens are using a lot of marijuana products. That is a concern indeed. 
All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us uh, today. Take advantage of everything Intelligent Medicine has to offer. You can follow the Intelligent Medicine podcast on your favorite podcast app and get new episodes every weekday. Also, follow yours truly on Facebook and Twitter, now called X, for the latest health news and fully vetted product recommendations. Subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter for in-depth articles on the most relevant health stories. And check out all things Intelligent Medicine at drhoffman.com. Have a great weekend.